guys. Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghosts. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey, guys. Hi. What is up, my dudes? Well, we are not tipsy. <laughs> Let's We're not just tipsy. start off there. But yeah. Well, maybe we should be. I don't know. So it comes out, this podcast comes out in the future for us. And yeah. mm-hmm. when this podcast comes out, we will know who the next president is. Oh. So oh. maybe maybe we should be tipsy. <laughs> you were very pessimistic. I was hopefully out <laughs> I'm holding out hope, y'all. We're not gonna we're not gonna talk about why we're holding out. We hope. are six <clears throat> days away from the election. I yeah. voted early. Did you guys vote yet? No. We're gonna vote on Saturday. Oh, okay. Oh, we're, you are? We're gonna go to Union Station and a vote. Oh, okay. I'm going on the day. Oh. Hmm. Look at you. Eleven four. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> when was election day, guys? I think I missed it. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, in the past, I have not really had to wait too, too long. That's but, good. I mean, I, I guess it's depending on where you vote at. I don't know. Yeah. They've said 60 million people have voted already. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's impressive. That's, I think that's probably the earliest turnout we've ever had. Yeah. Well... I wonder what the numbers are going to come down to, like number of voters. I don't know. That's interesting, too. We should probably explain the cups thing, too. Yeah. I don't think we've posted those yet, but we will. I haven't. Yeah. Um, but probably by the time <laughs> That was a whole out, other ordeal. Been, yeah. <laughs> Trying to make a photo shoot out of the cups. <laughs> so we had our friend anniversary a couple weeks ago, which yes. was the birth of kind birth. of... <laughs> The idea of the concept of the podcast, the idea of the concept. (laughs) And so we went to Sally House in middle of October. It was like October 19th or something. Yeah. And that's where I already knew Boydson, but that's where Sarah and I met. Yep. And we were like, we're the same person. Yes. And that's when we were like, let's start a podcast. So for our friend anniversary, I got them wine glasses. (laughs) <laughs> that have our drunk girl names on them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a little nickname kind of thing that we're known for. <laughs> yes, they were so cute. Yeah, one out of three of us remembered our friend anniversary. So <laughs> strong work. I just great job, <laughs> Lindsay. I just thought she had presents for us. <laughs> I thought I didn't. I just was very surprised. It was such a <laughs> such a fun surprise. So thank you. That was You're very welcome. sweet. We were very surprised. We love them, of course. But you have to tell them what they say. Oh, on yes. The cups. So mine says Linda because mm-hmm. that's my drunk girl persona, mm-hmm. and then underneath that it says the dust spider. Right. Dun dun dun. There we go. A Lindsay bites the dust. Just waiting for it. I knew you guys were gonna do that. <laughs> um, because they think they're so funny with that song. <laughs> we are. Um, that so was a collaboration that I am proud of. <laughs> Boydson's is Spooky Susan. Yeah. <laughs> and hers says Water Witch. Water Witch. <clears throat> The Water Witch. I put that. Yep. Because you know how she is with water witch. her thousand rods. She's the Water Witch. I am the Water Witch. She is. And then Sarah says Blair, because that's, right. <laughs> that's her persona. And her it's says funny. the bottom note. <laughs> also accurate. She just always wants to be included. <laughs> yeah, I just all throw up gang signs and smile in the background. Like gang signs, I just mean peace. Peace signs is what they are. Peace, peace with sometimes an extra finger here or there. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes they don't quite form the peace sign. They look like, more like a claw. Depends on how how many they claws look like a claw because of the claw, right? Yeah, but I'm ching. So yeah, so we have our little cute little cups. Those are our friend of our shoe gifts. So cute. Loved them. You're welcome. 
Don't yep. worry, you guys got me one too. I was like, I could just get the two of them one, but I want one too. Of, co- of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, your gift to me was my cup. Yeah, it was. You're welcome. Thank How you. Thoughtful of us. <laughs> it was so nice of you guys. Yeah, we are the kindest people you know. <laughs> I was going to put something else instead of the dust spider, and I was like, no. This is this is what they would want me to put. <laughs> what was it going to be? I don't even remember because I was brainstorming for a couple of weeks trying to think of ones. I think um, you made the right choice. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I knew you would say that. Yes. They I, would want that's... me to be constantly reminded of the time that I fell. <laughs> and a Lindsay falls and a Lindsay falls. <laughs> a Linda bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think you were in full on Linda mode that night, but I wasn't. <laughs> I'm just naturally clumsy. <laughs> I, like literally, I walked into your house tonight and I bumped against your fridge and set the liquor all rattling. I'm just you did. And I, I just the did that. rattling. <laughs> Have I told you about the, the time where Mike dropped like I don't know? Oh yes, the 10, top shelf 10 liquor. Or Fifteen yeah. bottles uh, of liquor on the floor because he touched the shelf and it collapsed. No pressure, Lynn. So I was really concerned. I got I a little bit of PTSD. Ever. Well, no, we have a different. <laughs> we've got a different shelf. Now, oh, okay, okay. So good, good, good. Yeah, good, that sounds expensive. Good, 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 good. Oh yeah, well because we've probably got triple, quadruple what we had back then. Now. Oh God. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. <laughs> So this week we are doing a paranormal episode. Is that right? Paranorms. Paranorms. Is that what we're calling it now? Paranorms. <laughs> I thought you were it's putting Michael. On, I mean, what? I thought you were putting on black lipstick. <laughs> I got to get in the mood. <laughs> it's my water witch coming through. <laughs> no, it's chapstick and in a black tube. It's now my goal in life to abbreviate all the things. Okay. Is it black or is that brown? It's the it's lip balm it's clear and Maybe it's a brown, a brown tube brown tube okay <laughs> okay it just was dark <laughs> you guys just need to talk to mary Kay about this ring her up i got i got beef with you mary Kay. she's in dallas oh okay <laughs> sorry well i almost asked a question that? fun fact mary Kay uh headquarters is in dallas oh headquarters i was I like drive is, by it. is the mary you Kay? drive by it all the time. No. It's <laughs> on my way to work. <laughs> I got to tell. It's right off one of the main highways in Dallas. So like if I'm going to downtown Dallas, I'd see it. Okay. That was a fun story. <laughs> Get Good that one. story out. That was weird. Oh, cool. No, I think I'll stay. <laughs> the more you it's know. Off a, it's off a big highway in Dallas. <laughs> well, because Cool. No matter what highway I say, you guys aren't going to be like, oh, yeah, that one. You're right. You're right. I actually thought you were talking about the Mary Kay. Yeah, and that's so what I thought so we were talking like, about. What? Oh, I'm it- sure she probably lives in Dallas if her headquarters is in Dallas, but maybe not. Mm. Like the CEO. I don't know. I don't know anything about Mary Kay. Like, was there an actual just Mary Kay? <laughs> oh, <no> idea. <laughs> I thought you were about to fill me in and blow my mind on this Mary Kay. Just because I know where the headquarters no, is. No, we're not going to Google it. Don't, gonna, don't no. Google it. <laughs> but I want to Google. Don't. I don't like not knowing You don't knowing have things. to Google everything. I don't like not knowing. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. okay. I, don't, I mean, I don't have to. Um, I don't know. There's too much. It's too much. Hmm. <laughs> I gave up. Hmm. Well, I'm I had glad. a feeling that was coming. I'm glad we took that side trip. Um, that so <clears throat> God damn it. Put your phone away. <laughs> but I still want to know. <laughs> Hold on. I think I got it. Yes. Yes. The company was founded by Mary Kay Ash in 1963. Now we know. Thank we you know. for that little You're nugget. Welcome. It doesn't answer where she is now, but we're going to move on and <laughs> spin the wheel. Let's do it. 
Oh, it is I. <gasps> Yay! Ooh. I had to find out where the little pointy thing was. Okay. The picker? Is that what I said? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I just made that up on the spot. I thought it sounded good. <laughs> I mean, it sounds accurate, I suppose. All right. Let me pull up my first You didn't story. even tell us where you're going, so this is a surprise. Well, that's because both of my stories are a little tricky to pinpoint. One Ooh, location until couldn't do it. You've, you've intrigued me. You've, you've got my full attention. Does that mean you're not going to yawn? <laughs> I, you know what? You guys don't want me yawn. Don't schedule these on my flip days. <laughs> I got my energy drink. Listen, I'll be good. We all have to sacrifice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. All right, I am going to be telling you guys about the legend of La Llorona. <gasps> Ooh. I actually almost did this one. I'm glad I did it. <laughs> I had to go back and double check that you guys were at your locations to make Bye, sure. Yorona. Ooh, <laughs> look at you. That, I think that's twice we've referred to that song <laughs> on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> like my Corona. La Corona. <laughs> now La Yorona. Oh, so. Back in the early <clears throat> days of COVID-19. <laughs> Those we, were the we, thought, we thought it wouldn't ruin Halloween. Side note, I posted something on my Instagram story just about how we're hitting our third spike, you know, and I was yeah. like, remember to wear your mask, blah, 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 social distance. My friend goes, third spike? I thought this was still the first. Oh, <laughs> and it gosh. feels like it, doesn't it? It just never really <laughs> It never really went down. Up. Yeah. Actually, it turns out the this legend is a little tricky to research, but I'm I'm going to tell you what I found out. I did my best, okay? I bet you did great. Thanks. I appreciate you. Um, so it's unclear exactly where this story originated from, but it is most popular in southwestern United States and in Mexico. The tale has lots of different versions, but the common theme amongst all of them is that La Llorona is always described as a willowy white figure who appears near the water wailing for her children. The story can be tracked back at uh, for about four centuries, but the origins of the story have become a little fuzzy over time. Understandably so. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. Some of the older versions of the story are that she is connected to the Aztecs as one of the ten omens predicting the conquest of Mexico or as a fearsome goddess. Fearsome goddess. Yeah. It doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. I pick that one. I like that Well, one. okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. See see how you feel here. <laughs> one. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, the goddess is known as Snake Woman. Don't like that. <laughs> there was it didn't that. take long for that to change. <laughs> the original name was written, and I couldn't even try to. I, I don't know what language it was in. So we're going with Snake Woman because that was the English. Okay, I like that. that. I mean, I don't like it, but. <laughs> um, and it has been described as a savage beast, an evil omen who wears white, walks about at night, and constantly cries. So again, you can kind of see the theme tying in there with her. Another version of uh, the goddess story is the jade skirted one and again that was the english version of the word that i cannot pronounce okay whoever i appreciate <laughs> not trying to lift, pronounce things i couldn't even try if i wanted I to it's, it's more like, fun when you try but it's fine it was like a hundred letters long i don't i've never seen anything like it i couldn't even try letters. i told her because that was between two stories and i was like it's either you know a foreign country or somewhere in america she goes go for the foreign country so you can pronounce things <laughs> Why i'm all about trying me? but i think there was like multiple consonants in a row i, I couldn't even attempt it Those consonants they'll trip you up <laughs> girl you know when you put five in a row it's, true. it's a little confusing 
All right. So anyways, the jade skirted one who oversaw the waters and was greatly feared because she allegedly would drown people. Ooh, she's her own kind of water witch. <laughs> oh, see? Mm, An I, evil water witch. I'd call she's her really a nice. uh, water demon. goddess. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> goddess? <laughs> goddess has a like positive connotation. <laughs> she's drowning <Yes>. people. <laughs> That's what they called her, so I didn't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> the Aztecs would then sacrifice children to honor her, and I'm assuming to also avoid being drowned because... Uh, yeah. Because they were afraid of her. They would sacrifice children? Yes. That's terrible. That's where the children tie into that story with that goddess. They would sacrifice people so that she wouldn't drown people. Yes. So you're you're killing people so she doesn't kill people. Yes. That makes sense. Okay. It sounds Only like children. the death penalty. Yeah. yeah. That checks out. Only children. And again, I, I, I didn't live during those times, so I'm okay. not exactly sure. Are you sure you weren't reincarnated? I may that have time. been, but my, <laughs> my memory's fuzzy. I thought this was a first-hand account. So. <laughs> I expect Next time only I'll try first to give, person accounts. I'll give first-person <laughs> accounts there. Okay. We'll do that when you cover Salem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. I'm actually excited about that. I want to go to Salem. I know I do too. Sorry. Well, let's go. Um, some places. There's, there's still COVID. We'll just drive there. Uh-uh, yeah. <laughs> not a fart trip. Don't worry. I'm not going to Google how far of a road trip that is right now. Did you say fart trip? <laughs> how far of a road trip? <laughs> it's a fart trip. <laughs> Hotbox not- the car with farts the whole time. <laughs> Poinsett is just not even amused. <laughs> oh, I wasn't listening. I, oh, I was oh, writing myself. It. I was writing myself a note to ask you something later. Well, okay, you were being really funny it's about funny. farts. I'm sure yes, it, was. it was. It's probably for you to hear it. Prob's hilarious. Don't worry, she'll hear it when she edits it. I know, that's why I said I can't wait for you to hear it. Shake her head and roll her eyes. She'll be like, oh, farts again? Why? Always. Okay, continue. <laughs> okay, the most popular version of this legend says that La Llorona was a caring woman who married a wealthy man and they had two sons. He started sleeping around, drinking constantly, and would leave for months at a time. So basically he was totally neglecting her. Mm-hmm. Um, she felt like he no longer cared for her and he only cared for their sons. So she began to resent the boys. Aww. One night, she was walking with the children near the river when her husband showed up in a nice carriage with a beautiful lady. Which, rude. I mean, it's probably just a co-worker. Sure it was. Uh, He stopped and spoke only to the children and totally ignored Maria. That was La Llorona at the time. Then uh, drove away and didn't look back. So this made her furious and she turned against the children. So she threw them in the river. As they disappeared downstream, she realized that uh, what she had done... And so she tried to run after them. What are you laughing at? <laughs> My broken sentence. Oh, I'm going to throw them in. Throw them in. Oh Wait, what song I'm going to throw them in the river. Is- oh, okay. Now I got it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That might be offensive. <laughs> no, it's a liar in your own No, song. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I'm going to throw them in. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's true, though. That's what the legend says. So you were just singing it in a musical. I was singing the form. legend. Right. It so was, she... I was making my own musical. <laughs> so we're good at that. So she threw them in. Yeah, she threw them in. So as they disappeared downstream, she realized what she had done and tried to run after them to save them. But it was too late. She was inconsolable and was said to have run through the streets screaming and wailing. 
She mourned her children constantly. She wouldn't eat, and she was always seen walking next to the river in a white gown searching for her boys. Uh, she would cry as she walked, and eventually her white gown became tattered and torn. And because she wasn't eating, she began looking like a walking skeleton. Why was she not put in jail? <laughs> and she was allowed to walk. I think if you swim to the middle of the river, they can't get you. So she probably did that every time. Yeah. Run away. Run away. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. That checks out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she looked like a walking skeleton, and eventually she died on the banks of the river. Remember, this is all a folklore, so... Don't ask me questions about specifics, all right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Leave me alone. Uh, shortly after her death, her spirit was seen walking the banks of the Santa Fe River at nighttime. Her cries could be heard, and eventually people were too scared to go outside. She was said to have been seen drifting between the trees along the shoreline or floating on the current with her long white gown spread out open over the waters. She was no longer known as Maria, but was called La Llorona from there on out. And what does La Llorona mean? It means... Didn't I tell you that? Did I not? I don't remember. I mean, I feel like I've heard it before because this legend. I thought she just said to not ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> My brain wanted to say Weeping Willow. I, I, thought thought it was, right. I thought it was like the crying woman or something. Yes, it's... um. The I think it's Weeping Woman, but I just want to be sure when I say it. Okay, so I apologize for not saying it in the beginning, but I think I probably took it out in the beginning thinking that I was going to say it later. But it means uh, the weeping woman. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Makes sense, right? Yes, it does. Okay. Weeping for all eternity. Children are warned not to go out after dark because La Llorona might snatch them and throw them into the river. And legends depict her as a very cruel person, and some say that she will attack men, women, and children, or basically anybody who looks at her or gets too close to her. And then others say that she only kills children and will drag them kicking and screaming into the water. Rude. This just reminded me of Bly Manor. With the lady in the lake. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder if they borrowed from thing. that. I wonder if they borrowed from that legend. It very well could be. Anyone who got close to her in her path. Hmm. Well. Searching for makes her children. Make, kind of makes sense. Okay. Sorry. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Bly Manor. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's in, like, the first episode, so you're good. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, okay, I apologize for butchering this name, but we're going to try it anyways. It's Patricio Lujan. Yeah. Beautiful. Was a young boy in New Mexico in the 1930s, where he claims that he and his family saw La Llorona on a creek bed. His family was sitting outside when they saw a tall, thin woman walking along the creek. She then floated over the water as if she had no legs. You can't just ask him if they have no legs. <laughs> God, Karen. <laughs> La Llorona, is that you? <laughs> Where's your Two legs, La Llorona? La Llorona. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, there's a Y in there. It's it's a Those double L. La <laughs> My bad. It's listen. It's been like <laughs> ten plus years since I took La Spanish Rona. in high school. <laughs> but you heard me say it beautifully at least three times. <laughs> You're doing a great story. job, and I still cannot pronounce things. I'm kidding. It's funny. Okay. Um, so she was floating over the water and began moving up the hill and then disappeared. He said that she reappeared again, this time much closer to the family, and disappeared into thin air with no footprints or anything to be seen around she her. She had no legs. That's true. It would make sense. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> uh, so she has been seen near many rivers in the Southwest and is part of Hispanic culture. In fact, some say that those who don't treat their family well will see her. And she will teach them a lesson. Oh. So kind of, 
you can see common themes against with other legends in history too. I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also very similar to the story of Medea, Medea from Greek mythology. <laughs> I, I, I knew what movies. you were thinking. <laughs> okay well then you tell me it's m-e-d-e-a yes you're right okay um i don't know that story that's why i was asking but no but it's been a but i know what movie you're thinking i was like yes "Um." so in the story uh, she killed her sons after being betrayed by her husband and then the ghostly wails of a woman warning of impending death sound a lot like irish banshees Uh, what exactly does an irish banshee sound like <laughs> Do, would you like for me to yes, yes. Please. <laughs> no, it's probably like when i wheeze really now, loud <laughs> that is something that you should google irish banshees i have permission to do the google yeah but i want a video oh like with with okay we're going sound. to youtube let's see what pulls up Gosh. okay so while she's looking that up the last part is that uh another story from england about a jenny green teeth oh <laughs> that's unfortunate Jenny. I imagine she has green teeth. No, they're brown. Mm, close enough. <laughs> it's told about a woman who drags children down into a watery grave if they misbehave. Oh, spooky. These women, I man, know. they got problems. They got wronged. Yeah, they are they are unhappy. There's a lot of like a lot of really cool art out there about La Llorona. If you ever look and there was a spooky movie that came out called The Curse of La Llorona. And it was in April of 2018, I and I happened say, to watch it. Have you seen that movie? I haven't seen it yet. I did. That's kind of what sparked my interest, because I had never really heard of it. How do you view it? Um, I think I saw it on Prime or one of those. It may it may have been HBO. I can't remember. But she looks hella scary in the movie. Okay. Are we ready to hear an Irish banshee, supposedly? Oh, God. Is it going to make sat us... sat on her bed, shaking, and praying <laughs> to every god she could think of. It was the most horrifying experience okay. of her life. I- so that's the a person screaming, right? I feel like that's it sounds like different. Screeching, than that. wailing, all combined. I feel like it's like super high pitched and like makes your ears bleed. That's what I picture. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I didn't look into it that much. But in if you do watch the La Llorona, the movie, they do a really good job depicting her crying, and and then she turns like super fucking scary real quick. <laughs> There's a lot of jump scares. It's a good one. I liked it. We should watch it together. Okay. We should. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. okay. Well, that's what I got for you about La Llorona. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Are we ready to spin to see who gets to follow up? Yes. On let's that spin story? the wheel. <gasps> Wee! It's you. It's, it's you. You're not last. Yay. You, you means Boynston. It's me. Good job. (laughs) Look how supportive we're all pretending to be. I'm being for (laughs) real. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Yay, Boydson. That was was a beautiful little ditty. It's kind of like my Sharona, but it the syllables were off. (laughs) Now I can't hear it as my Sharona. Like it's always going to be my Corona. My Corona. Yeah. La (laughs) Yorona. Or La (laughs) okay so since this episode is coming out on the sunday after the election and we're still in the past and don't know how we're feeling at the moment i thought it would be nice to talk about a more interesting aspect of the white house 
Ooh. Is this going to be um, all the ghosts in the White House? Haven't you learned that it's a great thing for <laughs> us to she not guess? She gets mad at me if I guess. I'm sorry. I should have known. It's because we're almost always wrong. and we <laughs> Her silence tells me everything. <laughs> the disapproval. Oh, but look at you. Haunting at the, the White House. House. Will you ever do that again? <laughs> I will hunt you down. I'll make you a haunting you. at the White House. <laughs> I would love to haunt the White House right now. So, back to my story. <laughs> um, the White House is known by many as the country's most famous haunted house. Presidents, first ladies, White House staff, and guests have all reported feeling strange things, hearing unexplained noises, and even running into apparitions. So, these are the ghosts of the White House. Cool. Yay! Abigail Adams, first lady mm. to our second president, John Adams, is our first ghost. Are we going to see lots of mutton chops? I Probably. tried to look for mutton chops, but... Um, I was going to say, not on the no. women so much. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Abigail Adams did not have any mutton chops. <laughs> not on the women, but there's male presidents who haunt it. No. I'm just kidding. I thought it was only women. Um, Abigail Adams has been <laughs> spotted in a cap and lace shawl, which is oh. apparently what she wore all the time. And she's heading towards the East Room uh, with her arms outstretched as if she's carrying laundry. Aww. So the East Room in the late 1700s was the warmest and the driest and is where Abigail hung her laundry. God cool. help me if I'm doing laundry for all eternity. Oh. <laughs> if I come I back and I'm just that. doing laundry. There's Lindsay. <laughs> Tripping down the stairs carrying a <laughs> basket of laundry. Just folding laundry. Gosh, that's awful. <laughs> Some Poor mention Abigail. the smell of laundry and fresh lavender. Mm. So she brings pleasant things wherever she goes. She's giving me like little Bo Peep vibes in those that hat and shawl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she lost her sheet. Oh <laughs> so punny. <laughs> <laughs> I got dad jokes for days. <laughs> Lindsay is not recovered. <laughs> What's the game? Who can break Lindsay during the recording? <laughs> I won this time. You win. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> so the next ghost is David Burns. And a lot of people don't know who that is. I didn't. I'm just going to say, I didn't know who that is either. Okay, good. It wasn't just me. He's the man who sold the government most of the land that Washington, D.C. was built on, including the White House. And uh, so a valet for President Roosevelt reportedly heard a disembodied voice saying, I'm Mr. Burns. Oh, he dragged it out. (laughs) Theatrical, Mr. Burns. I wrote it like that. Oh, my God. (laughs) picture like The Simpsons. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, and during the Truman administration, a guard heard a similar voice saying that same thing and thought that it was the then Secretary of State James Burns. But when he went looking for him, he learned that he hadn't been to the White House that day. Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> Spooky. Uh-huh. You're late to the party. Okay. Now you're the bottom note. 
Okay. You, you want to be the bottom. You say it in a way where it sounds like you're the bottom <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, that's how I that took that. A little more aggressive. Really, very aggressive. <laughs> no, you're the bottom note. But it's true. <laughs> uh, so next on to Andrew Jackson's ghost. Mutton chops. Look I mean, at those. Yeah, They're just extended like sideburns. Six out of ten. What? Six out of ten mutton chops. I, I appreciate a good sideburn. Look, he's got some crazy hair. I, I love Jackson. He woke up like that. Um, <laughs> it's what it looks like. In the 1860s, First Lady Mary Todd Lincoln told friends that she heard Jackson stomping and swearing through the halls of the White House. That's pretty once impressive that her, she knew it was just him. Hand up. No, sorry. My hand was just up. Oh, oh. I was like, do you have a question? <laughs> <laughs> I don't raise my hand. I just interrupt. I was going to say, usually you just shout that out. So apparently... <laughs> Slightly rude, but okay. That checks out. <laughs> I mean... But uh, apparently Jackson was known to be a little grumpy Aww, um, and still upset with the people that didn't vote for him in the election prior where he didn't win. <laughs> I learned a lot about that from Hamilton. The musical. Have you ever heard of it? I was waiting for you guys to bring up Hamilton. I knew it was a risk. I've been doing really good. I've been doing really good. I didn't sing it. Okay. I just said I learned a lot about the history. So that's why um, the stopping and swearing is said to be Andrew Jackson. Okay. So also in the Rose Room, which is where Jackson slept, is believed to be one of the most haunted rooms in the White House. So per the White House Historical Association, since the 1860s, Jackson's ghost has reportedly been seen and heard lounging in bed in his old bedroom and laughing loudly. And I swear to God, God if I ever see that. <laughs> that sounds horrible. I will run. I'll run. Just cackling in bed. I will push both of you out of the way and run away. <laughs> Can you imagine like seeing like uh, this apparition just like loudly laughing no. while he's laying in bed? Hell no. N- no. No. <laughs> Lindsay that, definitely can't, but I i mean, I can picture it happening. That's what nightmares are made of, because here's what I picture. I picture like uh, like a, a mummy face almost, because he's dead. <laughs> like wrapped up? Like ra- Yeah. What's no, like, face? you know, like sunken in. Oh, okay. And okay. like oh. half the, you know. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like a ghoul. Yeah. That's All my right. picture. <laughs> so, cool. Um, even President Truman had an encounter with Jackson and wrote to his wife uh, about trying to get work done while listening to the ghosts walk up and down the hallway and even in the study where the floors would pop and the drapes would move back and forth. By far, the most reported ghost of the White House is that of Abraham Lincoln. Oh. This is the one I know about is Abe Lincoln. Oh, Abe. He was first spotted by Grace Coolidge, first lady to president calvin coolidge i don't have any pictures sorry that's okay um she said she saw him just standing there looking out of the oval office windows lady bird johnson first lady to lyndon johnson felt his presence one night while watching a tv show about his death there were someone to watch too He's like, oh, oh he's like, am I dead? That's what <laughs> happened. I didn't notice anything. Did somebody shoot me? God damn it, John. <laughs> John Wilkes Booth, that asshole. <laughs> I knew, I knew he was shifty. Something was wrong. <laughs> there were several sightings during the Roosevelt administration, and First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt would say that she felt his presence in her study when she worked there late at night. The Queen of the Netherlands, who once heard a knock on her door at night, and when she answered it, she saw Lincoln's ghost wearing his top hat. Well, there it is. And then she promptly fainted. Oh. I believe it. It it would be kind of spooky. 
Uh, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill said that he came out of the bath naked, smoking a cigar. Oh, God. <laughs> Classy <laughs> Churchill. <laughs> visual. Only to find a ghostly Lincoln sitting by the fireplace in his room. Okay, perv. Pervy Lincoln, come on. <laughs> so he <laughs> saw it and he said, Mr. President, it seems you have me at a disadvantage. And then supposedly Abe just gave a nice coy smile and he disappeared. <laughs> Wow. Awfully weird. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> no, um, he was naked. Oh, sweet is the right word. Cigar. I, I, I think I'm focusing on like that smile, and then he disappeared. Not like the <laughs> Churchill was naked, and that's where I was. I'm like okay. he's naked. The ghost was smiling. She can't get past it. She can't get past it. <laughs> I was looking past it. Okay. So President Ronald Reagan had commented that his dog would go would go into any room except for the Lincoln bedroom and said that he would just stand out outside the door and bark. And George W. Bush described an incident in 1992 when his father was still president and he was visiting the White House. He told a friend that after exercising one evening, he saw ghosts coming out of the walls of the Lincoln bedroom as he approached it. Oh, George W. That's cool. W. G. Deb. Um, G-W-B. G-W-B. Okay. Um, okay. The general consensus regarding Lincoln's repeated apparitions, uh, repeated appearances in the White House is that his spirit only appears in times of stress or national crisis. Hmm. So I wonder if he's there now. We'll never know. Yeah. Or maybe we will. Years from now. Maybe. I don't know. So there is a spirit that isn't as well known and is reportedly the spirit of an unidentified 15-year-old boy and is called The Thing. Oh. It was prevalent during the Taft administration, and President Taft had a military aide that described the presence as a slight pressure on your shoulder, as if someone was leaning over to see what you were doing. And upon hearing about this, President Taft told him that the first staff member to talk about the thing would be fired. And Whoa, that, that was that. It's serious. Other notable ghosts... Willie Lincoln, who died in the White Aww. House at 11 from typhoid fever. He's so cute. He was seen by staff during the Grant administration. Fun fact that's actually a fun fact, and it's about me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do tell. President Grant is my, I don't know, like eighth great-grandfather. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I'm pretty famous. Basically celebrity. Yeah. You should be in the White House. <laughs> We don't. We don't want that. You'd have to like interact with people and yeah, talk, no. and you'd I have mean, to be on camera quite a bit. Oh no, <laughs> not it. Um, President Lincoln himself also reported being visited continually by the ghost of his late son, which I think That's is so sad. It's sad. Thomas Jefferson is TJ. seen playing the violin in the yellow oval room. <laughs> Look at those bangs. The whole bowl haircut is. <laughs> bangs are all like all the way up by his scalp <laughs> okay sorry baby bangs it, look, it looks look like it. they put a bowl over uh, the top and no, then like it's the foosh. original baby bangs have you guys ever googled baby bangs i have not why I would i you, ever I give you permission okay, yes baby bangs <laughs> that's just not something i google on the you reg that? never never in my life but it sounds interesting that, the things that i do google though <laughs> my poor phone <laughs> oh <laughs> Why is this a thing? I don't know. Oh. Show, show Sarah. So I left like, out. It's just like people who have like bangs way up high. It oh. looks like an accident. Oh, like Emma a, Watson, why'd you do it? Like a haircut gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, they're like, like teeny tiny little baby bangs. Like you got a sucker stuck in your hair and you had to cut it all <laughs> off. That's what it looks like. 
Your bubblegum quarantine bubble was bubblegum too big. <laughs> you fucked it up. You gotta wait till it grows out. So anyway, so Thomas Jefferson is seen playing violin in the yellow oval room. <laughs> it's like when you want to have bangs, but you also want to show off your forehead. <laughs> okay, but here's what's not fair. Like some people look really cute, and I think I'm just jealous because if I tried to do that, I would not. <laughs> what if I, I? I don't. I can't do bangs. I'm not trendy or cool in that way, but some people look really cute like that. And now, if I showed up here. With baby bangs. I, I might I question laughing. <laughs> I might question your mental health. <laughs> I promise I will laugh. <laughs> Can I tell you a story? Yes. Did I tell you a couple of weeks ago how Ryan tried to cut her own hair? Oh, no. And no. she cut just like these two really fat chunks next to her face. <gasps> I've been <No>. there. <laughs> and I was In fact, like, <laughs> I did that as a child. <laughs> I was trying to tell my mom about it. I was like, so Ryan cut her own hair. Um, and I st- started laughing because I tried really hard for a real while to like play it off like it was no big deal, but in reality, it looks so silly. And uh, she goes, I was trying to cut curtain bangs, okay? Don't come for me. What are curtain bangs? <laughs> Long draped bangs that like. Oh, like the side bangs? Yes. They call them curtain bangs, I guess. I didn't yeah. know that. I thought side sweat bangs. But it was so funny. Yes. Don't come for me. I'm like, okay. Yes, ma'am. Teenager. Back to this. Dolly <laughs> Madison protects the Rose Garden. Oh, Dolly. John Tyler, President John Tyler, haunts the Blue Room, proposing to his second wife, Julia Gardner. This is not a very flattering pose. <laughs> it's not. Stretch your neck in <laughs> the shape don't. of a giraffe. Perfect. Hold Can it I there. Can I tell you something, though? He looks like somebody who I'd listen to. He looks a lot like the other two guys that you had up there before. Uh, the other presidents? Yeah. <laughs> Those. <laughs> That's who they are. <laughs> Those guys. They all look very similar. <laughs> but my favorite looking guy, William Henry Harrison. How does he Why not is he, he your favorite? Oh, look at him. He's cute. He has no neck in Like a picture. cute old man. Like, oh. Yeah. I'd visit okay. him in a nursing home. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this gentleman <laughs> was the first president to die in the White House, and he haunts the attic. Ooh, really? Love a good attic. And finally, a British soldier roams the grounds holding a torch, likely from the time that they burnt down the White House. Wow. There's quite a few ghosts. Man, and all of our presidents are just letting that happen. Just kidding. I don't know. They may not know that they're all dead. Well, it's compelling to me personally. I won't include anybody else. That there's several presidents, like eight-ish, eight-plus, I don't know, that have said that they've seen ghosts. I think that's cool, too. Now, the question is, do you think the ghosts can see each other and have, like... I don't know. Ghost hangouts? Ghost debates? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm going to say... I'm I'm going to say, like, I would like to say yes, but no, I don't think so. I don't think they do. I think they just walk blindly past each other. Yeah. They're on their own plane. Sad. Lonely. Those are the ghosts. The lonely ghosts. Ghosts <laughs> of the White House. Thank it. you. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, Linda, <clears throat> it's your turn. It's my turn. We are going to South Africa because Boyd Sin requested that I try to pronounce things, so this is fun. Okay. We are going to Umzinto. South Africa. Okay. The year is 1906. So some of the things I'm going to say here, a lot of it is kind of like, is it legend? Is it true? Because it's been so long and there obviously was not very good historians going on in 1906 in South Africa. Um, So there is some truth to this that has been like 
that people have written about that has been passed down, but others, not sure. But this is the story, yeah. and I still That's the way legends go. Yeah, kind of like a legend, but we'll see. This happens at the St. Michael's Mission in Natal, South Africa. And something like a commune, it was built in 1855. It's where they would send, like, orphan children. Nuns would help raise them. Um, and they practiced the Anglican faith. Hey, Anglican? Anglican. <laughs> yes. I'm so tired. Can we, can you please, I know you're not going to, but can you please edit that so I don't sound like an idiot? Oh, but that's your charm. Come they on. They practice the Anglican faith. <laughs> So we're going to talk about one orphan who resided there. Her name was Clara. She was orphaned at a young age and baptized as an infant, and she had been at the school since she was about four years old. She was described as ordinary, but somewhat unpredictable. Okay. Me. Sounds like most kids. So um, we're going to, she's been there since four. We're going to pick up at 16 years old. So on August 20th, 1906, Clara began tearing at her clothes and growling like an animal, engaging mm. in conversation with nothing. Uh-oh. She began to have erratic behavior. Do, do you see where I'm going here? That, that already sounds erratic. We're, we're going to a demonic possession, y'all. She's, oh, is that it? Out. Before we go there, can I say that anytime I hear the word <clears throat> erratic, I think erotic, and I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I use erratic, like, all the time. I chart it all the time. I say it, and every time you're thinking erotic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Truth's out. <laughs> What'd you just say? The truth's out. Oh. <laughs> Like her and copious, like the words that she. What do you think I said? I'm curious. True South. <laughs> okay. Yes, that that makes yeah. more sense. True South. I didn't say. That's why I, I clarified because it didn't make sense. <laughs> so she is doing all this, tearing at her clothes, growling, all this stuff. Um. So a nun comes running and is just like she's in a hallway, and the nun is just watching her, like, "What is going on?" <laughs> and so Clara sees the nun, and said, "Sister, please call Father Erasmus." So he's one of the priests there. <laughs> it's the long pause before you say it. <laughs> it's because I have to think about it. <laughs> or maybe, no, it's Erasmus. Father Erasmus. <laughs> I hate everybody and everything. <laughs> she, okay. So he is one of the priests there and he's like the confessor and the confessor in their faith was like, the one who hears all of the confessions and absolves you of your sins. Okay. So she's like, please call him. She goes, I must confess and tell everything, but quick, quick, or Satan will kill me. He has me in his power. Nothing blessed is with me. I have thrown away all the medals you gave me. So the nun is like, um, okay. And <laughs> runs right. away to go get the priest. And as she was running away to get him, she heard Clara say, you have betrayed me. You have promised me days of glory, but now you treat me cruelly. So Father Erasmus arrives, and he asks, he's, like, trying to find out what's going on, because she's never been like this. She's been with them for 12 years. And so he finally says, what took residence in your body? Like, what's going on? Because he's sure. like, she possessed. In a deep, guttural voice, she said, or he said, or it said. I want to hear the guttural voice, please. <laughs> Ready? I, it's like a whole paragraph. I can't oh. do it. <laughs> I am Satan. Okay. <laughs> That was that works. startling. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it said, I am Satan. Our king is Lucifer. His power is great. He has in his service countless subjects. You see one here before you. 
We were rushed from heaven to hell that our sins would not have been as huge as those of many men. His fire does not emit light, does not look in any way to your fire. Despite the darkness, we see each other. Many spirits roam around the world to seduce men. We believe in God and we hate him. You're right. That would have been a long paragraph. Yeah, I would not have been able to say that in my demonic voice. Sorry. Um, At this point, Clara began to speak several languages that she had no previous knowledge of. Um, They said she was speaking Polish, German, French, Norwegian, and other languages that they could not even name. Wow. Yeah. Um, A nun reported that she... Gibberish? Would that be gibberish? I think it was just like languages that they didn't know what they were. Okay. You know? Like they couldn't recognize what country (coughs) it was. I'm with you. I understand. A nun reported... (laughs) I knew when I said Norwegian. And out came the Norwegian accent. (laughs) Norwegian? Is that from the country Norwegia? (laughs) Yes, it is. I'm an expert. (laughs) So a nun reported that Claire began demonstrating clairvoyance. So she would reveal dark, intimate secrets about the nuns. Things that, like, there's no way she would have known. So she told one nun that she knew she had a child in Germany, called her a whore for abandoning the baby, and said Satan was awaiting her soul. And the nun ran out of the room crying. That's not nice. Also accused another nun of being a lying thief. She said she was stealing from the church treasury. That nun was like, this is crazy, like, this is not true, blah, blah, blah. And they found out that she actually was stealing from the treasury, and Claire was telling the truth. Weird. But again, how would she have known that? Right. Um, she's a Claire, Claire of Clairvoyant. Claire, Claire, Claire. <laughs> Look at her dad jokes. <laughs> I was waiting for you to hear it. <laughs> I was like, are you mispronouncing it on purpose? But you kept raising your eyebrows at me. You know what I mean. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> I got it, finally. Um, she could not bear to be around blessed objects. Her skin would burn when sprinkled with holy water. Like, they would watch it rise up and kind of welt. She would lash out violently if crosses or other secret objects entered her presence, even when they were concealed. At one point, a cross flew across the room when she just looked at it, and it smashed it into pieces when it hit the wall. She said, I don't like those very much, sister. Now you'll see what you'll get when you try to come after me. Oh. Mm-hmm. But they did find sounding. (laughs) Yes, yes. they did find that the holy water, although it burned her skin, it did bring her out of like her possessed state. Like she would kind of become more lucid. Um, She had extraordinary strength and ferocity. She could hurl the nuns about the convent rooms and beat them up. And she's like a tiny little sixteen-year-old girl. Yikes! A nun reported that her cries had a savage bestiality sound to them that shocked everyone. In her report, she wrote, No animal had ever made such sounds. Neither the lions of East Africa nor the angry bulls. At times, it sounded like a veritable herd of wild beasts orchestrated by Satan had formed a hellish choir. Band name. Hellish choir. Please hold. (laughs) I just want to make sure. What did I say? You said bestiality. And I'm pretty sure... B-E-A, like beast, I-L-I-T-Y. Yes. Bestiality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I know that that's like having sex with animals. That's what that is. <laughs> yes. And that's why I wanted to make sure you knew what you were saying before. That's what it said. And I even quoted it. Okay. Beastility? No, no, you're right. Bestiality means having sex with animals. So is it beastility? What's no, beastility? But it probably mm-hmm. just means that she was beast-like. It, like it right. sounded beast-like. That's what I took that to mean. I think it's probably gotten multiple 
Maybe it's spelled the same and pronounced differently. I don't know. No, I think no, it's I got spelled multiple... it both ways. Um, no, I'm t- okay. Uh, I don't care. Just thought I thought I'd let you know that it means having sex with animals. I, I know what bestiality is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. She had a beast-like quality to her. Okay, I'm with you. To her screams that they had never heard from an, any animal, and they lived in Africa. <laughs> I just came. Okay, go ahead. Here's my favorite. Don't Google bestiality. I'm on not computer. going to. <laughs> Here's the creepiest part. She was said to have levitated five feet in the air, sometimes vertically, like she would just be standing straight up, levitating, and sometimes horizontally, like laying down. Um, oh, I thought you were like she moved vertically, no. horizontally, like, <laughs> like laying like flat on her back, <laughs> levitated, and then like just standing, like levitated. Hmm. So she's um, a levitator. Her clothes did not fall. They were tightly pressed against her, like, so gravity was not, like, pulling them down. Like, if you're laying on your back, like, levitated <laughs> up, your shirt, your stuff, like, it's all going to be flowing down. Hmm. And they said it was, like, pressed up against her, like, not. Interesting. Flowing down. I'm with you. Like something was holding her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She bit a nun on the arm at one point and left puncture marks like those of a snake. Okay. She's a snake. She appeared to transform into a snake-like creature. Oh. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> Our stories were kind of similar here. She would slither across the floor. Oh, her- hell no. <laughs> Can you imagine? A little it girl just like... a human is <laughs> just like... Mm-hmm. I'm a snake. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm a slithery I'm a slithery snake. snake. That was a TikTok. Her body, it was on YouTube, like, years ago. Her body was as flexible as rubber. Her spine would twist, and they said it looked, like, inhuman how her spine would twist. And her neck looked to lengthen. Like, she looked like Do you know what I picture? Are those creatures from Beetlejuice (laughs) when they open the door? Yes. (laughs) These, like, long-ass neck people. Okay. My notes I put, no, 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 never, never, never. (laughs) Hard pass. On the slithering snake Beetlejuice character. And she left snake-like puncture marks when she bit someone. Get the fuck out of here, clairvoyance. The nuns are just like moonwalking out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Throwing deuces. (laughs) I'd be like watching all of this happen. I'd be like, okay, okay, okay. And she gets on the ground and starts slithering. I'm like, I'm out. Hell no. Peace out. (laughs) You're on your own, father. (laughs) Gosh. So they had two fathers. um, I already talked about. The first one, the confessor. The other one, who was the director of the school, his name was Father Mansweat. <laughs> Listen, you walked into that one. It's That's how it's pronounced. It does not look like Mansweat, but it sounds like Mansweat. I feel like, I feel like that's not quite right. But <laughs> M-A-N-S-U-E-T-I. And the way they pronounce it in the what I listened to is Father Mansweat. Okay. Okay. Because I was, was like, man sweaty? Nope. <laughs> um, she began to look less human. Um, so these two <laughs> priests... the snake on the floor? <laughs> yes, yes, they said she looked more monsterish. God. I know. Okay. More, keep, more keep going. Beast-like. <laughs> more beast-like. <laughs> so the two priests finally got permission from the church to do an exorcism. I hope so. Yeah. It was a two-day-long exorcism. It began on September 11th, 1906. So this all started August 20th. So that's... Actually, pretty, really quick turnaround for exorcism. Yeah. Um, I know I talked about Annalise a yeah. long time ago, and it took forever to get exorcism yeah. approval from the church because of everything. So this is pretty quick. Three weeks. 
Um, it went from early morning until noon. They took a break, and then they did it from 3 o'clock until night. took two days. So at one point, the priest asked why the demon was possessing her, and she responded, The girl made a deal with me. I am Satan. This girl called me forth from hell to serve her dark purpose. Oh. Um, eventually, after two days, they were able to uh, exercise the demon. They said the room smelled of rotten meat when the demon left. And the demon departed after telling the priest that he would signal his exit by an act of levitation, which did occur in front of an audience of around 170 people in the chapel. Why are that many people there for an exorcism? I don't know if it's because, like, it's a school, and I, I don't know. Mm. She was on display. <laughs> That's yeah. a very good question. <coughs> or if people were just coming around to see. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so Clara, after that, appeared re- to return to normal Mentally, they said she returned to normal. She refused to talk about the fact that she made with the devil. She refused to talk about anything they had to do with her um, being possessed. Otherwise, she returned to normal life, except they said her physical health did take months for her to recover. She was sleeping a lot. She wasn't eating much and just looked pretty sickly. And they said that's just the toll that it took on her body. So this was in September. So then we're going to fast forward a few months. So Father Erasmus, he leaves to go on another, like, mission project or whatever. He's gone during these couple months. In January 1907, so three months later, all of a sudden she became more energetic, was gleeful, racing around the mission. And they're like, this seems strange. Like, she's been very sickly and recovering, and all of a sudden she's, like, full of energy. So the nuns started keeping a closer eye on her. One nun reported hearing a shriek from Clara, saying it sounded familiar but not like Clara. Then they began to hear animalistic grunts from her when she thought that she was alone. Uh Uh-oh. One nun walked into her room to find her levitating above her bed, horizontally, laying down. She turned and smiled at the nun in a cruel way. Ew. So she made another pact with the devil. Come on, Clara. <laughs> so I put my notes. I said, girlfriend, really? come on. <laughs> you need to stop. The devil is not your friend. No. Stop, stop doing this. So they had to wait for Father Erasmus to come back. Um, so the exorcism didn't take place until April 24th, 1907. And again, it lasted for two days. During the exorcism, she knocked the Bible from the priest's hands and grabbed Father Mansweat, stole. <laughs> you know? Sorry. I know. Sorry, sorry. You know the stole is like the... What is it? It looks like a scarf almost that they wear around their necks. So she grabbed that in an attempt to choke him. His face turned red and blue and he sank to his knees. And again, they're like, she was just so strong. Like this fully grown man could not fight off this 16 year old who had been like losing weight and sickly and all of this stuff. So the other priest, Father Erasmus, grabbed some holy water and flung it on her, which burned her and caused her to release the other priest. They said at that point, they were like, we're going to take a step back. And they left her in a room by herself. And they prayed for 10 straight days with the nuns from dawn until dusk. Until finally the demon was released after 10 days. And again, they smelled rotting meat as soon as the demon was released. And Clara lived freely for six years until she died in 1912 from heart failure at 22 years old. Yeah. So super, super young to die from heart failure. They think that it was because of all the stress of yeah. being possessed and making packs with the devil. But she would never tell them, even after she was released from the second exorcism, she would never say why she made a pact with the devil or anything like that. So they never knew. Hmm. Hmm. Rotting meat sounds disgusting. Yeah, doesn't it? 
Well, also the statement, it smells like rotting me when the devil is released, is a fart joke. <laughs> and you guys didn't catch it. I didn't until Sulfur. now. Sulfur. <laughs> the devil's been released. <laughs> <laughs> Something else has been released. <laughs> what is that smell of rotting meat? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's totally the devil. That wasn't me. <laughs> I'm going to do that now next time I fart. Listen, he is my inner demon. What's that smell? (laughs) The devil's close. (laughs) Fart jokes. (laughs) So that is the story of a young girl who was possessed not once, but twice. Dang. Yikes. Unlucky? Question mark? Or making packs with the devil is never a good idea. Let's just not do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think he's, idea. yeah, he's, he's not a good person to make, I mean, to make I mean, bargains and deals with. It didn't go great for her the first It time, didn't. And she so... waited three months. I was like, girlfriend. <laughs> She's like, I can't wait anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I got to <sighs> stop making those jokes. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning into our paranormal episode. You can always find us at the social medias. The faces at honor at. <laughs> it was a mixture of the two words. What? Aunt. <laughs> Aunt. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I had to think of it. Oh, um, fun fact we have a TikTok account now. <gasps> we do have a TikTok account. I can't believe I forgot to mention that. Mm-hmm. So the five social medias, right? I think so. We're going to call TikTok social media. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at the Tipsy Ghost for all five of those, right? Uh-huh. TikTok is too. Okay. Yep. Yep. We have no videos yet, but we'll we're make making some. them. <laughs> and you can always email us at the Tipsy Ghost at gmail.com. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Tipsy Ghost. And please, please, please give us a five star rating and a good review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, don't we? Did you we mention our uh, new website? Ooh, yes. No. Uh, Look at you just remembering hello. things. <laughs> if so you good. haven't yet seen our social media post about this, <laughs> we made a website. It's thetipsyghost.com. We're everywhere. All you the can, places. You cannot ignore us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find you. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We will catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>